Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Each week, Veterans Voice will begin with a story from one of our veterans about his or her experiences in the military. We want to thank these veterans for sharing these stories with us. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Radio here on a nice, nice, misty, rainy night. Huh, Chuck? Is your tank starting to rust up a little bit or what? I tell you, up in Bedford, we have torrential rain this afternoon. Oh, really? Oh, the skies just opened up. Wow. Then it, then it stopped. Well, well, we'll get some more coming tonight, I yeah, think. You know, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know. Well, Big thunderstorms. Thunder, lightning. Road. You don't have to go far to road. Just out your front door, for God's sake. Yeah, huh? we, we went for a row today. We keep an eye on the weather. I have a new theory. In Quincy, there's some kind of an orb, and it makes the storms go north and south of Quincy and yeah. Boston area. <laughs> it really does. We sent it to Plymouth and Worcester. Good yeah. luck to you people. Yeah, yeah. We got nothing. We get nothing here. We, we, we you're we getting it. Nothing. You're gonna get it tonight. Oh boy, oh boy, it's been. Uh, you're gonna it's get been it tonight. Whatever. Hey, yeah, but the, the weather gods shone down on oh, us. Uh, that was a Saturday shot. for uh, really a wonderful event, and uh, I, I need to thank you two guys, uh, Ben. I need to yeah. thank yourself and uh, and Mark before we get too far into the show. That uh, uh, it was a team effort Saturday with. Uh, uh, the two Georges uh, uh, helping out tremendously. The junior ROTC kids from North Quincy High School. Oh, my God. Did they save they my back? Save the day. They oh, saved they really the guys' backs, I'll tell you. The, the, Unbelievable. We closed the show at 3 o'clock, and I think 310, every table and chair was gone. Yeah. They took care of a lot, I will say that. So a huge shout-out to all of those guys and gals that came out to help make this a great day and a wonderful event. And uh, just everybody really coming together between WMEX, WATD, and all the volunteers, everybody, man. What a day. And didn't I tell you guys, North Horde stopped the show. Oh, oh, that's, a, you know, in full color, those those kids. What a, what a group. And, uh, you know, nobody knew what to expect from them. No, but I tell you what, I think we just found a piece of the puzzle that a lot of us have been trying to figure <laughs> out for many years, which was how do you get children, the middle-aged, and the older folks to watch one thing at one time? And what was it, guys? You saw it with your own two eyes. I, I, I think next year we have to let a couple of vets dress up. Funny you say let, that. Let, don't you think, Ben, let them get in there with uh and, and not to really, like, whack them so they're going to get hurt, but, I mean, they, I bet some of the uh, the North Horde guys would, would kind of 
play easy with them? Oh, they don't even have to play easy. For example, Mr. George Bouchard himself, who is listening right now, he said, I can't wait to get in there and show those guys what's up. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he's about oh, to yeah. say, he needs yeah. a thimble, for God's sakes, to run around in. He could squash him like a grape. He, he threw out the ball, <laughs> the, I guess, the... the uh, the, the, the baseball game earlier today, and it bounced four times before it hit home plate. You know, just just on another note. We love you, George. Uh, you know, we really got to give a, sh- a shout-out to the uh, Sheriff's Department because they just did a, a fantastic job. They took, they had all that cooking going on, didn't have to worry about it. They, 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 they kind of saved the show uh, as far as Wolfie or I or anybody else having to worry about anything in the food area. Right. But we also had some other volunteers down there that helped out. Yep. Uh, Nancy Ross was flying around. Uh, Alonzo was down back there once again. Yep. He he was there. I think Wolfie, you had a couple yeah, of Yeah, Johnny Mullins, who cooks all the Thanksgiving stuff, he was there. He was down there. They tightened that up. That was the tightest unit. No one waited yeah. a minute. Everything was perfect. Yeah. Uh, Keith perfect. Jacone's partner, Rick, went down there, and he was there the whole yep. time. He said, just tell me what to do. So, you know, it was really a double hats off to the sheriff's department. Yeah. And Mary Lou's for all the... I mean, I was down there talking to them and giving them a big gratitude for, you know, coming in and doing what they were doing. And... They made a couple of trips back out to get more coffee. Did they really? Yeah. They really? I seen it. I saw them come back and forth in yep. front of the tent a couple of times. Wow. Because wow. that girl, Jody, her son is serving right now. Yeah. And oh. I didn't get a chance to go over and talk to her. But we certainly had a chance to talk to the the uh, the latest uh, department, uh, Commonwealth of Mass, Department of Veterans Affairs, the secretary uh, of Veterans Affairs for the Commonwealth of Mass. What, Chuck? Why are you ch- shaking your head? Department of Veteran Services. Oh. DVS. Oh. That's, I'm, that's I'm what so- they are. I'm sorry, Cheryl. Um, I hope you uh, will, uh, will forgive me for, for, for categorizing you. Thankfully, we have Chuck here to lead the way. Cheryl, we thought it was a BLT. Yeah. Thank you for the promotion to the federal level, Greg. Oh, you're way over that in my book already, Cheryl. Whatever you want to be, you just let me know, and I'm going to announce it here in the show. So there's there's no limit there. Uh, thank you so much for uh, 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 coming on the show tonight, and how often I refer to you as the first entree into the uh, into my veterans into the veterans world while I was at ITT Tech with you and Ron Koontz leading the way and kind of trying to teach me what the difference was between the VA and Commonwealth of Mass. and He still hasn't gotten it right. Obviously not, but Cheryl, thank you so much. Uh, let me get out of your way here and uh, let, let you uh, 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 let everybody know what's, what's going on. Uh, uh, you, you are now the uh, uh, Secretary of Veterans uh, Services. Uh, congratulations. Thank you very much, Greg. And I do. I've been listening for the last couple of minutes, and I have to commend all of you for the wonderful music expo that you had this weekend. Uh, Beautiful weather, great day, lots of uh, people exhibiting. It was wonderful to see everybody, as I say, in the three-dimensional world versus the virtual Zoom world. And I do agree, those uh, those jousters... (laughs) 
get everyone's attention and they were they were they were very entertaining but you know the honor guards the music um all of the different uh services that were there from you know veterans care to animal care to people who had jobs available it was a really great opportunity to catch up with everyone see everyone and you know every time you have an event like this i always meet someone who i've never met before or an organization i never met before so it was uh we were really pleased to be able to be part of that event on on saturday and we thank you for for involving us and and actually you know and and having deborah sampson there she looks great for you know for the revolutionary war official heroine of massachusetts um to have her there with us today it was uh it was wonderful to be able to coordinate with her the women veterans network you know the save team was there with us as well so i thank you for having us having us there and i want to thank you for inviting me to join you tonight this evening um and as the secretary you know i am really proud of the work that my team has done and continues to do to help the over 300,000 veterans in massachusetts every day you know as you know we lead the nation in supporting veterans we know you know we have a veteran service officer in every city and town as a matter of fact the quincy vso was there uh, I believe there were other veteran service officers there as well yes, um, there were. on Saturday. Yeah, Keith, yeah, Keith was there, and um, Ponce, George, George, George Ponce, Ponce was, was there, there from, uh, from from Weymouth. So uh, right. we, we, had, we had a couple others. George Ponce from Weymouth really uh, right. helped us out with the uh, organization, as the two Georges from Quincy did as well. They were. And, you know, one of the things that I would have to say as a result of this pandemic, um, if there are some... I don't want silver linings. One of the things that has happened with us is we've been able to meet with veteran service offices virtually every week, whereas before we would have a few meetings, maybe a, a few times a year. Uh, being virtual, we've been able to connect with them on a weekly basis and just hear what some of their issues or concerns are, passing on any new information that we have to keep that communication line open. And even though things are opening up again, we have still had those meetings and we will, you know, we're still going to continue those on a weekly basis for the, for the near future. Because as you know, you know, they help, they're the ones on the ground, they help veterans with benefits, applying, working with the VA, they find what services they might be eligible for. Um, and so it's really great to have the strong connection on the ground across the Commonwealth. It helps us to stay connected in the community, too, you know, with the needs of veterans, whether it's a large community or small community, whether it's Boston to, you know, the smaller communities out in western Massachusetts and some of the hill towns to know where they are and know what they need. You know, Cheryl, we talk to veterans from other states and they are amazed that we have a veteran services officer that, that's, that's right in the city or town hall that they don't have to drive 50 or 75 miles and hope that one of the service officers might be there. So uh, congratulations on what you're doing to, to keep the VSOs uh, trained. I'm sure there are so many new programs and boy, look at, look, look at the impact you, you're, you're having directly on the lives of so many veterans, Shevel, she, Shevel, Cheryl. Uh, uh, I, mean, I mean, really, that's a mission-critical uh, uh, position that you're taking. 
Thank you, Greg. And you know, I think you just touched on something when you talked about veteran service offices in every city and town. In other states, they have county VSOs. Um, and although we do have one county VSO, we have Dale Kurtz, you know, in Norfolk County, if you have met him. And he helped recently. One of the initiatives that we've been working on very, very busily and, so, you know, within the Commonwealth is to ensure we get vaccine out to everyone. And it's been great to partner with the VA to make sure that all veterans have the opportunity to get vaccinated and their families. And Dale um, helped coordinate a special clinic out in Franklin when uh, VA Boston was working to expand their clinics, not only in the American Legion Post, but then getting into churches and some of the smaller communities, because we really want to make sure everyone gets vaccinated. And as you know, the Vax Millions has been a yeah. great incentive to Wait, help with a, that. A, a guy from Weymouth today, my hometown, won it, and it wasn't me, so I'm not real happy about it. Well, but that person from Weymouth is very happy, and we're also delighted that uh, the scholarship recipient was a sophomore from Chelsea High School. So it, it, isn't that a nice story? I, I am pleased, after having served at the Soldiers' Home in Chelsea, to see a young this young person have something uh, that she wanted to be able to help her reach her goals ahead. Um, but, you know, and the fact that veterans are eligible for this drawing, even the veterans who may have had to get their vaccine out of state at Providence or New Hampshire, uh, because perhaps the vaccine wasn't as available yet when they got there, so that they're still able to enter the drawing, because that's one of the items on the checklist is, you know, you either got your vaccine in Massachusetts, but if you're a veteran and you had to get it at Providence or, say, Manchester, that you're still eligible for the drawing as long as you get the vaccine. So we'll look, we'll look forward to see, you know, you'll have another chance, Greg. Well, that, 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 that's great. Uh, and, and, and Cheryl, I know that, that uh, in, in, in roles now, you've uh, been uh, with, with the Chelsea Soldiers' Home, and there's some substantial construction um, uh, going on there. How is that progress coming? It's coming along really well. Uh, we actually had a topping-off ceremony um, oh boy! It was not there is there was no real steel beam to do the real topping off. So we basically we had a tour and walked around and to see all of the all the construction underway. So I got to go up to the level of the fourth floor. And again, it's it's still you know it's still all under construction, but um, a lot of the the concrete framing is done. I'm not an engineer, so I'm probably not putting this in the best terms, but. This will be a 154-bed um, community living center because it will be private rooms, private bathrooms. And there, while it is um, stacked up in what we call the urban style, it is still based on what we call the VA home, small home design guides. So you have, say, 14 rooms to a neighborhood and uh, a home. And in that particular home on that floor, there's a small kitchenette, a small den, so that you're still part of like a living room and in a community. And then on each, then you'll have two homes to a neighborhood for each floor. So it's it's really going to be 
the small home design concept, but with the ability to rise up. And the views from this location are going to be beautiful for the veterans that are there. So I have that when I drive by, I get to see this every day. Uh, the tower crane is still up there. I do believe the tower crane may be coming down at the end of the month once the concrete is all finished. And then they'll start working on flushing out all the interiors. So, so that's very exciting for Chelsea. And as you may know, we've also been working on a grant application for a new home for the soldiers home in Holyoke as well. <clears throat> That's also under the same concept, although the design is different. And, um, you know, we, we're working to get the, we, we applied for the grant by April 15th and we are, you know, working and pretty much have everything in that what needed to be due for August 1st. As you know, uh, the governor, you know, in concert with the legislature, the governor signed a $400 million bond bill to to secure our part of the construction so now we submit that to the va and keep our fingers crossed for the next priority list and then the va will um when they accept the project they reimburse 65 percent of the construction costs so it's a really great opportunity for our state veterans homes and our veterans cheryl let's listen you get you get my blessings from the va on that project absolutely uh this is chuck I have a question Hi, for Jeff. you. Hi, it was great seeing you Saturday. You haven't you haven't changed a bit. Oh, thank you. Uh, I have a question when we were talking about the VSOs. Uh, you know, I spend a lot of time from uh, over the bridge of you know going into Cape Cod all the way down to P Town. I've met quite a few veterans down in uh, down in P Town. Me and my wife visit down there quite often. Uh, now, I talk to a lot of vets in East Ham, Wellfleet, you know, and when they talk about the VSOs, the VSO from Hyannis covers everything south. So they don't really get a lot of information down that way. I bring them information, the latest information when I go down, uh, but I was wondering if that's something in the planning stage to maybe get some more VSOs down that way. Because more and more more and more veterans are retiring, and that's where they're going down to live. You know, that's a good point, Chuck, because, you know, the way uh, veterans' towns are set up with veterans' services is, you know, you have a population of 12,000. doesn't mean a population of 12,000 veterans. Um, but if you have a population of 12,000, then you have a full-time VSO. Um, and then, of course, some communities that maybe are not large enough to warrant a VSO, they're able to actually form a district. So within that district, um, you can have, you know, part-time VSOs, some administrative people. And I do have to say that I probably don't know every the name of every city and town VSO in the area, but um, if if they're looking to expand that, that's something that their towns are able to do. Um, and then you know we can always we can always work to improve how we help them get the information out to everyone. Yeah, I, I mean I know for a fact down in down in P Town the 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 Hyannis VSO goes down there a couple of times a month at at two hour intervals. You know. She'll be at the uh, senior center for two hours. You know as well as I do that that's just not a lot of time for for a vet to get things done. You know, if you have a few vets come in in that two hour period, somebody's getting shortchanged. 
Well, and, you know, that's why they have the ability to follow up with them by phone. And, you know, there isn't, there's even some part-time BSOs out in, you know, out on the islands as well. So, you know, there is coverage, but, you know, we can certainly pass that information on to the veteran service officer that's in that community if there's someone who, and if certainly, obviously, if you know someone that's looking for information, you can always pass that up to us. Or um, we do have someone on the SAVE team who covers a pretty large area. We're actually going to be getting a SAVE team person to cover the Cape. Then we can, we can follow up with them to make sure we get the communication flow to any veterans that, that need services down in that area. Okay, great. That's great. I just wanted to bring that up to you because uh, I do, you know, I'm in touch with a lot of vets on on Cape Cod, and I try to give them all the uh, all the advice and the information that that I can, especially on the on the VA side. But you know, I, I am pretty much up to date on the on the state state stuff also. So anything you can do to help show will be great. All right, and that's why we we all work together on this. So. And we want to make sure that we're taking care of our veterans from North Adams to Provincetown, East, West, and all over the all over the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. We want to make sure that we're connecting them with, um, you know, making sure that if they're eligible for Chapter 115, which is our financial assistance program for veterans in need, or if they are Gold Star families or 100% um, service connected, that they receive their annuity. So if um, they have, you know, remember, if you meet anyone who falls in those categories, make sure you're referring them to your the veteran service officer for they, those, they apply for those benefits, because those are really important. And we do have families that really do rely on, on getting that assistance, much needed assistance, particularly if they're in between jobs or waiting for their federal benefits to kick in. Those are those can be life-saving programs for them. Cheryl, is, are there, is there any help coming up? I, I understand that in two days there's a bunch of uh, evictions that are going to be uh, uh, the ban, uh, the moratorium on, on evictions is going to be lifted. Um, I'm afraid that there's some veterans' families in those uh, lists of evictions. Uh, do you, is there any help uh, that you could maybe uh, send some of these vets to so that, uh, gee, it's only a couple of days away, but maybe there's some uh, services. I think that Father Bills might have a program. Chuck, you might know, but Volunteers housing. of America. BOA. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of the nonprofits that have that. Yeah, South Shore Community Action Council. We, we sent it out to all the VSOs. Cheryl, they put me on the board, which I know you can't imagine. And South Shore Community Council, those CACs have money for rent and mortgages. Uh, I'm sure you know that for vets. And we hucked the heck out of them to try and get them to do them. And you might not know this, Cheryl, but everyone's a little too proud to take some help. <laughs> you probably didn't know that. Oh, my goodness. So, Cheryl, how could no, somebody... I absolutely do know that. And I know, that's being what, silly. You know, it's not, it is not a problem to ask for help. And we know that a lot of veterans are very reluctant. One of the things we are considered a state without stigma. And I'm glad you brought that up because that relates not only to financial health, but help with medic, mental health as well and, and physical health that uh, people may not ask for help. So if someone knows someone, they should refer them to the VSO because, as you know, sometimes it's the family member who will call us yep. to tell us that someone needs help. 
And, you know, um, I'm glad you did raise the issue on the evictions because we did just get some information from the VA today. The VA is going to be sending out information about resources that will be available um, to veterans. There is actually going to be a, I think, a uh, webinar or a meeting with VA next week on this topic to make sure that those resources are out there. So, you know, as you know, or maybe don't know, we also receive funding through the legislature that, that, that helps with some of these service providers who you've mentioned, housing providers, New England Center. Um, you do have down, you know, Cape Cod veterans. You have, you have housing and outreach providers throughout the Commonwealth who can help veterans in need. And then you have some, uh, you have some providers who have those um, support to, to service members and families, the SSBF grants that can assist with some temporary assistance. And in our office, you know, we have here Claire McCrinicolis, not with me right now, but she oversees our housing outreach and works with our housing and homeless providers with for veterans who may be homeless or at risk of homelessness to try to get them the assistance that they need. And that is where someone probably should contact their veteran service officer if they may need temporary assistance with Chapter 115, which we call our financial safety net um, during these times. In talking to the uh, to the VSOs that I come in contact, they, they seem to think that uh, the Chapter 115 is, is one of the most underutilized benefit programs out there. And I'm glad you're, you're talking about it tonight, Cheryl, to encourage some of the veterans, call your VSO. Boy, if we don't say that five times a night, Cheryl, we really try to try to encourage them all to take that first small step. Uh, it's not going to hurt, and at the end of the day, they might even feel better. They, they will. And, and what I also even say is get to know your VSO before you need the VSO. Um, Perfect. Because, you know, it helps if someone's already contacted with you and connected. Because, you know, especially when people first come back from a deployment, they, they probably feel they don't need anything. And, you know, we give them all this information when they return. And it's like, okay, where did I put that paperwork? Um, you know, we always say store that booklet someplace so you remember who to call when that time does come that you actually need assistance. Sure, and I'm, that's where they can be really helpful. So, you know, I don't have, have exact limits in my mind, um, the numbers. This is why I wish I had Evan on the phone with me right now. But, you know, kind of basically if your income is under $1,800 a month and you have assets if you're single of... Uh, uh, less than eight thousand, then then you may qualify for for temporary assistance with one fifteen. There's actually, um, and I don't have the link with me, but there's actually a calculator that uh, very kindly the Harvard Legal Clinic put together. It's called the Veterans Benefits Calculator, and at some point I can send you those links if you don't have it, where you can go and kind of figure out before you even call, kind of if you might qualify. But nice. you know, always ask the question because it doesn't hurt to just find out to get that answer. And even if a DSO cannot give you that assistance, they can try to link you up with other assistance from the Commonwealth or the federal government that maybe you haven't applied for and you need to think about. So they're very knowledgeable. As you know, they go through a lot of training. The, vir the training was virtual this year, but we will be tra uh, 
working we're really crossing our fingers that we can have in-person training again because they like to see each other and that's about a week-long training and then you know they take a certification so they're very knowledgeable in in what's out there for for benefits and assistance and so i'm glad you're helping us to spread the word today about about these programs that are out there for our vets well well cheryl i, I want to make this not not just a one-night stand i want to i i, I want to <laughs> Chuck's rolling his eyes back. I, I'm sorry, Cheryl. I don't want you to uh, get the wrong idea, you know. But uh, we really need to have you on on a regular basis, Cheryl. There's so much for you to talk about. Maybe you can come on again with Evan in a in a in a couple of months. We'll plan it again. But we we also obviously would give you an open mic anytime you thought there was something a uh, message that you had to send out that you know critical from the secretary for for folks to hear so uh i i, I just uh, you know commend you on your work and look at all the women veterans that have someone uh like you to to look up to cheryl uh you're doing such a great job and uh best of luck and let us know whatever we can do to help you push forward uh any agenda that is your agenda is our agenda I appreciate that, Greg. Since you mentioned, I do have one thing. So, okay. um, so we talked about, and certainly you really highlighted our Women Veterans Network uh, on 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 Saturday, which we appreciate. You know, uh, with the legislature did give us some funding to do a study uh, on women veterans, so we're putting that together um, as far as approaching. You know, what what women veterans are, uh, what they're looking for in terms of health care, what their needs are. As you know, um, sometimes women veterans have unique needs, and they may not always um, access the services that they that that are available to them. So, it was great that you you highlighted them. You know, we had our Women Veterans Appreciation Day last June um, in uh, Deborah Sampson's hometown of Sharon, and then we are working uh, to hopefully have a Women Veterans Conference in November. We're working on the venue right now to get that solidified. So we look forward to having that in the future. But one of the other thing, one of our other programs is our SAVE team, which is our statewide advocacy for veterans empowerment. And they are a crisis prevention team focused on suicide prevention, uh, helping veterans overcome barriers, whether they're real or perceived, to accessing services. And one of the um, initiatives that we're involved with right now, and we are working with the VA, with the home base program, with the vet centers, with community partners, is um, what's called the Governor's Challenge Policy Academy on suicide prevention among veterans, service members, veterans, and family members. And so there are three priorities in this, um, what we're working on on the implementation now. And the first one is identifying veterans uh, who may be at risk. So we're expanding that. If you remember the Ask the Question campaign, where you wanna say, have you or a member, we used to say, have you or a member of your family served in the military? Now we're going to say, have you or a loved one ever served? Because sometimes it may not be a family member that's, um, sure impacting the veteran could be a domestic partner fiance a distant relative or a friend so we're we're expanding that ask the question campaign at every level 
so we can help identify veterans and access them to services. And, you know, even if they're not veterans, when we ask the question, it usually makes for great conversation if they, if they don't need anything right now. The second is to expand our partnerships um, by accessing services, which is what we are all about working together on this, for especially a radio program here. And the third is reducing access to lethal means. So we're going to be, you know, working on safety plans, uh, working on um, putting plans together on, you know, whether it's gun safety or other kind of weapon safety or chemical safety. So we're, we're all working together on that and looking forward to kind of expanding the work on that beyond the current group. So I, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about this. Uh, we're in this uh, governor's challenge with uh, several other states right now. And this is funded by uh, the Department of Veterans Affairs as well as the SAMHSA, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Association. And it's a really great opportunity for us. And we, we look forward to continued work and what we will be able to, to bring forth with that. Well, so Karen, I thank you with that opportunity to let me have that uh, the time to speak about that and the other things, and maybe in the future I can have someone else um, with me to go into to go into everything in a little bit more detail, whether it's benefits, programs, services, a women veterans network, or save. I, I think all of the above. Uh, I think a whole series of shows, uh, Cheryl, uh, to have you on uh, every couple months or so. I think you've got so much going on. I think, uh, you know, it's valuable information, and I think it's information that it's really important that all the veterans of Massachusetts know uh, uh, what a great job you folks are doing in providing all these benefits. Well, it's, 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 it's a partnership, and we, we're grateful to be working with the administration, with the legislature, and with all of our federal, state, and local partners. And I thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, be on your program and always, always enjoy this show. Well, thank you, Cheryl. Uh, we're going to have you back on real soon, dear. And, uh, you know, keep up the great work and, and be the inspiration that you are. Uh, you're certainly very important to us. Cheryl, thanks again for taking the time to be with us tonight. Thank you very much, Greg. I'll have a nice evening. All righty. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you very much. That, that was a good friend of the show, Cheryl Poppy, good friend of mine for many years. Chuck, you know, you've been around for a while. You have know she's always consistent. She's always a rock. Right, right. And she is the... Uh the acting secretary of the Department of Veteran Services. Secretary. Secretary. There is no acting anymore. Oh, that's true, huh? There is no acting anymore. It's not acting, I don't think, Chuck. Yeah. It's not on a business card. No. It's off. The acting is off. Good. So we'll see. Uh, ben, why don't you take us away, kid? Sorry, we're... Uh, we're we're late for our first break. It's only uh, ready, ready for, for our, second, ready second for the and second third. and third at the same time. So uh, Ben, why don't you take us away, kids, and we'll be back after these messages. Eligible for Tricare? It doesn't get better than U.S. Family Health Plan, a terrific Tricare choice for military families and retirees. You get all the benefits of Tricare, plus some great extras like chiropractic care and a 24-hour nurse advice line. With U.S. Family Health Plan's large network of civilian physicians and hospitals, it's easy to find a great doctor. 
It's free for active duty families. And for military retirees, it's very affordable. Find out more at usfamilyhealth.org or call 1-888-815-5510. That's 1-888-815-5510. If you've been thinking about your retirement and perhaps a reverse mortgage, I can help. I'm David Tortolot, a local certified reverse mortgage professional. I will answer all your questions. Just call me at 617-797-3277. A reverse mortgage can bring real peace of mind. David Tortolot at 617-797-3277. Home is where the heart is. And isn't that where you want your mom and dad to be in their twilight years? But with aging comes challenges. This is where senior helpers can help play a major role in helping your loved ones age in place. With offices in Norwell and Wellesley, Senior Helpers offers excellent in-home care, from health monitoring and meal preparation to transportation and personal care. Mom and Dad took good care of you. With services from Senior Helpers, you can now take good care of them in their own home. Contact Senior Helpers at 781-421-3123 or visit SeniorHelpersSouthShore.com. Senior Helpers for assisted living at home. Mallory, this has been like the best worst summer ever. Why do you say that, Jeffrey? The weather. Oh yeah, the weather. Mm -hmm. The boat sure looks great in the backyard. The retro 1987 Quadrajet 350 Mark Cruiser. That's not currently working. Hmm. What about playing your cousin's golf tournament? <laughs> it did not stop raining. All The day. entire day. Well, Jeff, at least it was close to the new Brennan Smoke Shop in Hudson, New Hampshire. Ah, uh, that's what makes it the best worst summer ever. Hudson, New Hampshire, Brennan Smoke Shop. Your pal Joe Healy just installed the signs. My pal from high school, mass sign and decal. Well, this is New England, and honestly, I thought commuting to New Hampshire every day in the rain was going to be a big deal, but it's really not that far. It's really not that bad of a ride. It's really not that long of a ride to tax-free Hudson, New Hampshire. Brennan's Smoke Shop, the best smoke shop in the world. Customers must be 21 years of age or older, and as always, proper ID is required. Have a better summer. Buying, selling, or trading in a car? Learn from the experts how to make the process work for you. Tune into the Boss Auto Show every Saturday after the news at noon on 95.9 WATD. Hey, everybody. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage and Rocket Companies. Last year, we saw historically low mortgage interest rates. In fact, over 1 million homeowners took advantage of refinancing or buying a new home with Rocket Mortgage. What you may not know is that interest rates are already starting to increase again. And it's likely that trend is only going to continue. Our team of experts is standing by to help you save before rates go up. With an official mortgage review from Rocket Mortgage, you'll see just how much money you could save by making a move right now. Don't look back over these next few weeks and wish that you had taken action. You could save hundreds on your mortgage payments or pay off your home loan earlier than planned. You could even take cash out of your home to pay off high-interest debt, complete home repairs, or bulk up on an emergency fund. When you want to secure a low rate, Rocket can. Call 833-8-ROCKET or visit rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. We're back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here with... uh Wolfie and Chuck uh, following up after a, 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 a great interview with Cheryl Poppy. Uh, uh, she's, uh, she's got a tough job, uh, uh, but she seems to 
She's pretty well she's qualified, been, Chuck. She's been around a long time. Yeah. Yeah. In the Department of Veterans Services. Yeah. A long, long time. I met her in 2006. You know, that, that's when I first met her. She's worn a lot of hats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's uh, a, a great credit to the to the veterans community. And, uh, boy, all you women veterans out there, uh, I, I hope you feel like you, you have a friend in Cheryl because... Uh, Boy, you sure do. So uh, any veteran, uh, and, and, all, the, any all veteran. the veterans. I I, I know, Chuck. You know but all I, the veterans. I mean, but I reach out to the women because they've kind of been a little bit under the gun for a lot of years in this old boys network. So uh, you know, every every chance that they think that they have, uh, uh, they they got a friend. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they got a friend there, but yep. they also have three hundred and fifty VSOs that are their friends. Yep. Don't be afraid to go into the, although, and the, pretty soon I would think, Chuck, we didn't ask Cheryl about it, when the VSOs would be returning to their offices. Yeah. Or have they? I don't think they have yet. So, have oh, they? yeah. No, some have. Absolutely. Some have. I know, I know, I know some absolutely have. Yeah. Yeah. You well. Know, they're back in. Well, and at this point, uh, we're running a little bit behind, but uh, we'd be remiss without uh, a, 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 a goodbye to a, a good friend of ours and a, and a friend of uh, of uh, of the of the stations and of Wolfie's and uh, uh, Wolfie, why don't you uh, 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 pay some respects to Billy Anderson? Yeah, this is really important. And, and meanwhile, before we do that, Greg and I and, and everyone just lost another friend, Linda Rohr from South Shore Community Action Council, who's the one that's giving all the food to veterans. She just passed away, so uh, hats off to her and her family. But uh, William Bill Henderson III, United States Army. Nobody even knew this. I got to the house, I had to take a picture of it to see it. No one knows why this even happened in his family, how, how modest he was. Bronze Star, meritorious service in the Republic of Vietnam for achievement in ground operations against hostile forces, August 1969 to August 1970. Um, Bill was a terrific guy. He stayed heavily involved in helping veterans. That was one of the main things in his life. He was past commander and quartermaster of the Hull VFW, vice chair of the DAV, started Voices of Democracy in the Hull school systems, and on his own, with nobody knowing that, he drove vets to doctor's appointments and to hospitals, really on his own, and, and cared for them. He was really wonderful. Um, he was on the War Memorial Commission and he sold poppies, I think, out of the Rockland crew. They were all at his furniture. And I used to tease him that my poppies wouldn't grow when I watered them. So I wanted new poppies back. I wanted my money back. And what do you think he said, Chuck? Get a haircut. Get a haircut. <laughs> you don't believe that, do you, Chuck? Yeah, I do. I said, I want a new poppy. My Get a haircut, Wolf. <laughs> um, but he was really sweet and compassionate. Um, he always made my sister and I feel part of the, um, feel part of the veteran family because he knew what our family did in world. World War II. Um, he didn't have to do that. You know, he didn't want us to be outsiders. He always ma it made us feel like family. Um, Paul Dunphy, another Vietnam vet, said that he was the glue that held the VFW together. He really was. But here's a classic Billy story to end this. Dunphy came by to pay a, a visit to uh, Nancy and, and to Bill. Bill was very weak and very quiet. And when Dunphy was leaving, he held his hand and he said, Billy, you know, all the boys love you. And in classic Henderson, he summoned up all his strength, and he whispered, 
How about the girls? <laughs> you know, that's what, that's what Bill did best. He always made everybody feel better. This terrible situation, he made everybody laugh, everyone feel better. So we're going to remember Bill and his, and his family for making all the veterans and making all of us feel better. Very, uh, very well said there, Wolfie. And uh, to Billy Henderson, uh, this one's for you, bud. Rest in peace. Uh, you will be missed, and thank you so much for all of your service. Thank you, Bill. for TRICARE? It doesn't get better than U.S. Family Health Plan, a terrific TRICARE choice for military families and retirees. You get all the benefits of TRICARE, plus some great extras like chiropractic care and a 24-hour nurse advice line. With U.S. Family Health Plan's large network of civilian physicians and hospitals, it's easy to find a great doctor. It's free for active duty families, and for military retirees, it's very affordable. Find out more at usfamilyhealth.org or call 1-888-815-5510. That's 1-888-815-5510. The coastal towns of Marshfield and Situate are a beloved part of Massachusetts where people live, work, and play every day. Have you heard of the Seabox? We're a reliable home delivery subscription service bringing wild-caught portion seafood direct to your front door. The Seabox is a local company started by Marshfield Commercial Fishermen. We offer works boxes filled with wild sockeye salmon, haddock, swordfish, shrimp, and scallops, as well as a customizable box that you can mix and match. We also offer live lobster boxes with lobsters caught right off our boats. Free delivery, no commitments, and cancel or defer your subscription anytime. Sign up today at theseaboxdelivery.com. The towns of Marshfield and Situate are open for business and looking forward to having you join us. As a community, we are providing you countless reasons to fall in love with the South Shore all over again. Check out what's new from sightings of the latest open for business decals to our next great event at facebook.com slash Marshfield Chamber of Commerce. Mallory, this has been, like, the best worst summer ever. Why do you say that, Jeffrey? The weather. Oh, the yeah, weather. the weather. Mm-hmm. The boat sure looks great in the backyard. <laughs> the retro 1987 Quadrajet 350 Mark Cruiser. That's not currently working. Hmm. What about playing your cousin's golf tournament? <laughs> it did not stop raining. All The day. entire day. Well, Jeff, at least it was close to the new Brennan Smoke Shop in Hudson, New Hampshire. Ah, uh, that's what makes it the best worst summer ever. Hudson, New Hampshire, Brennan Smoke Shop. Your pal, Joe Healy, just installed the signs. My pal from high school, mass sign and decal. Well, this is New England, and honestly, I thought commuting to New Hampshire every day in the rain was going to be a big deal, but it's really not that far. It's really not that bad of a ride. It's really not that long of a ride to tax-free Hudson, New Hampshire. 
Brennan's Smoke Shop, the best smoke shop in the world. Customers must be 21 years of age or older, and as always, proper ID is required. Have Happy a better summer. summer. Sunday nights at 7. Be sure to catch My Generation. I'm this week's guest host, Elder Law Care attorney, Patrick Kelleher. Join me and my Elder Law Care team as we discuss Elder Law do's and don'ts, including some pitfalls you might not know could affect you. Tom and Patty would like to thank their sponsors, Celtic Angels, South Shore Hearing Center, Patrick Kelleher, Elder Law Care Team, Hamill, Leiden Chapel, and Cremation Services. My Generation, Sunday nights at 7, here on 95.9 WATD. Oh, welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host here at Veterans Voice Radio. Uh, following up after a hectic weekend and uh we have a couple of callers on the line so we'll uh well let, let's let's go to our buddy georgie bouchard george you out there kid yes hi greg how you guys doing well we you, hang, we're hanging in there george thanks for helping us put together a great day last uh did, did last you strike Saturday. him out with the first pitch did you strike him out <laughs> no listen uh, i i apologize for calling in so late i'm up here in the answer i gotta get out uh, so I'm up here with the lovely Jackie uh, up, in the, up in the White Mountains. So I just uh, I wanted to reach out to you and say what a wonderful job you guys put this all together. And uh, what, what a wonderful day. And everything was beautiful. And I got multiple emails back on Monday about how great it was. So great. my hat goes off to you guys. It's What a great job. Thank you so much. Well, Judge, it was certainly a big team effort, you know. That's team. You know, the the, the team all the way from uh, all of us here sitting in the studio to the North Quincy ROTC kids that came in and set us all up and and, and, and took care of us unbelievably, uh, you, you know. And the city of Quincy was there and... You know, George, it was a it was a great effort, and uh, you know, look forward to planning next year's event with you. Yes, and, and I was uh, with Steve Zambruno, uh, as you know. Oh, he's the best. And, uh, he is, and uh, I, you know, I told him, I said, you know, what, and it didn't go unnoticed, so it was great. And I got to say, uh, Ben's on in the other room there, but did you hear his uh, nickname now? As he was interviewing Ginger Betty, did he tell you his nickname? No, I, I'm sorry, we missed that. He's kept that quiet, George. Well, if it's okay, Ben, I'd like to speak on I'd speak on your behalf. Go right ahead, George. Okay. So, Ben is known as Butterscotch Ben. Butterscotch. He wiped him out. He emptied him out. Butterscotch. I like that. Butterscotch. Butterscotch word. Benny. Yes. <laughs> but listen, a great job. I'm, I don't want to tie you guys up. A great job by you guys. And it even sounds nice up here in New Hampshire too. So uh, keep up the good work, and God bless all the veterans. Thanks for, thanks for everything, George. We'll see you next Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, we'll be listening tonight and, and next week. So thanks again. Take care of yourself, guys. All right, George. Thanks a lot. Enjoy New Hampshire. That was uh, right. George Bouchard, one of our cohorts and uh, partners in crime to help uh, uh, help with the cause last week. But uh, I understand we have uh, Colonel Dave Hanker on the line as well. Uh, Colonel Dave, are you out there, buddy? Uh, you know it. That's Saint Colonel Hanker for putting up with us and being the rock. That's yeah. got to be Saint Colonel. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you guys, just real quick, did a great, great job on Saturday at the Music Fest. Uh, huge success and did uh, change some lives that day. It was just a very great event. Really can't thank you all enough, Greg and Wolfie and Chuck and everybody for putting out the effort to make that happen. That was awesome. Well, you know, we, we were fortunate to have some nice weather and... Uh, 
Thank you for your support, Dave. You you always help us put it together. But, uh, you know, even to follow up, Dave, you've uh, got a, an event yourself coming up in September. Yeah, that's right. We're going to kind of follow on to that same thing. Lots of good times, uh, you know, as we take things cautiously and, and watch how the world develops. But it seems like we're still going to do okay outside. So we've got the big expo in Brockton on Saturday, the 18th of September. So uh, free food, live music, a lot of some of the same ground that we're covering. But... Uh, a lot of other fun things down that way, and pony rides for the kids. And, uh, we won't have any medieval combat like they had in Quincy the other day, I think. But you, uh, you might, Dave. You might on that at the VA campus. Well, we we, we, we might we might have we might have an in for you, Dave. Uh, uh, we can put a good word into uh, Butterscotch Ben here, uh, and maybe uh, grease the skids here a little bit for you. Well. we'll if nothing else, we'll throw Chuck Delaney out there with a with the, uh, a tanker's bar or something. Yeah. Let him swing that around. Yeah, not a problem. <laughs> hey, uh, and I did uh, just want to give a shout out again. I know this is our kind of our tribute night to Bill Henderson, veteran Bill Henderson. What a what a great guy he was. Uh, you know, Vietnam soldier uh, through and through. After fifty years, he was still soldiering. And 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 you know, the great story is he came to. The VA, he was a big critic uh, initially and uh, did not think the VA was such a great place. And somebody said, hey, you talk to this Bill guy because he's not sold on us. Man, we got talking to Bill, and he just, once he started using VA healthcare, he never would turn back. He used it for everything, became one of our biggest fans. And uh, so we really miss him. And uh, just a, a shout out to a great warrior and a great friend. <laughs> well, well, Dave was obvious uh, on the field as a. We have a, a couple of hundred great friends, uh, and uh, you know, and and it, it seems like every one of these events, I meet somebody new, or, or you know. So uh, you know, we'll we'll look forward to the next event coming up, and uh, you know, we're going to get Wolfie in a dunk tank one of these events. Uh, but it better it, be yeah. a Budweiser dunk tank. Well, you're gonna get your you're gonna get your hair wet, Wolfie. <laughs> It'll frizz up. <laughs> so I'm going to Chuck's barber. Dave, you yeah. know the thing, high and tight and long and loose. It's it's our eclectic group here, you know. We uh we'll make anybody look good hanging out with this group, I'll tell you. Amen. But, but Dave, you you uh, uh we really appreciate your support and help and leadership through all this. So uh we'll keep you in mind for next year and uh in September and let's try to see what we can do to get some uh, some more vets uh out there to participate. Another good push, bringing it back to life. Sounds great, kid. All right, David, well, you have a great week, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk again real soon. Thank you, Greg. One team, one fight. Thanks, Davey. One Here we go. There we go. And uh, at this point in time, unfortunately, the clock on the wall says uh, it, it's it's time for us uh, to 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 say good night. But Chuck, take it away, kid. To all the veterans out there, the mission continues. We keep on keep on fighting for. Uh, for our families, for ourselves. Sometimes we can get into some pretty dark places, some dark thoughts. If you're having a moment, give a call. Call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt, press 1. Call the Veterans Crisis Line. They're there 24-7 to help you. You don't want to abandon the family. You don't want to abandon the life. Things are starting to shine a little brighter. Stick around on this mission, mission of life. Again, call 
273-8255 at the prompt press one call the veterans crisis line well and i i have to give a shout out to a neighbor of mine 95 year old world war ii veteran jim halpin jim served in world war ii was a merchant marine during the korean war moved back to weymouth became a firefighter served as a 26 year vet, uh, firefighter in the town of weymouth uh, uh, served as the deputy chief and uh, celebrating his 95th birthday. Jim, we salute you and uh, uh, hope you have a, a, a great year of health and uh, enjoy your boat. And uh, then just lastly, Anthony O'Brien says there's going to be a, a this Saturday at Whitman VFW, they're going to have a meat raffle, a fundraiser starting about 6 o'clock. Show up, folks, and uh, uh, tell, tell Anthony you heard it on the veteran's voice, but uh, Take care, Ben. Thanks for all your help. We'll hear you tomorrow on uh, WMEX. And uh, thanks, folks. Uh, Have a good week, and we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.